0: Good afternoon, Tim and Tim. Uh,
1: Good day, Judith. Now, the ex- announcement from the Prime Minister on the elections expected tomorrow. What would you like mm. to hear?
0: Well, I'd like to hear her state that the election will be delayed, given that we are in not only a uh, lock, uh, a level three lockdown in the Auckland region of 1.7 million, but level two in the rest of the country, and with our very short parliamentary term three years. Uh, It doesn't matter if we go out another few months. So I'd like you to be able to say, look, uh, we'll give it a bit more time so everyone can have an an opportunity, all the public can have an opportunity to see what the policies are, focus on them for a moment um, and then get on with the
1: election. A few months or a few weeks?
0: Well, I think a few months would be good. um, The Electoral Commission's made it clear that the last viable date to have an election this year is the 21st of November. That would um, be That doesn't need any parliament to be recalled for it. Um, But if the Prime Minister wanted to take it out a bit longer, parliament would need to be recalled, would need a supermajority. National would provide those votes to help that happen. Um, So basically we're saying, look, we've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. With these lockdown uh, levels and what's happening with businesses and everything else, if you're going to keep it... um, keep us like that. We need to have real public scrutiny of it. So I think, you know, and that that would mean that Parliament would be sitting again. So I'm pretty clear either of those, but going ahead with the 19th of September with voting starting and that first week of September is just, I think, absolutely outrageous.
1: Let's just pretend that you guys were 10 points ahead in the polls at this stage. Would you still have the same level of fervour for the idea of that that delay?
0: Yeah, I actually probably would, actually. Um, When I think about it, I I was thinking, Today, what, if we're, I was around the Cabinet table and we had John Keel, Bill English as the leader, which is what I've had in the past, um, and we were in the same situation as Jacinda Ardernis, I know the advice that we would be getting, which is don't look like you're trying to use the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and what's going on and people's fear. Um, make sure that you actually give the opposition parties a fair go, but also give... New Zealand Public Affair because okay. they don't want to be focused on referenda on cannabis and use major and okay major. Let, let's come back program.
2: to um, you just said it would be absolutely outrageous for the election to go ahead at the date as planned. Yeah. If we haven't had the resurgence of COVID-19 would it have been, should it have still been delayed?
0: No, if we hadn't had the resurgence there would be you know, I, I would be fine with it going ahead. Okay, that so so what, we, what about,
2: if we are out of lockdown in a couple of weeks, what about just push the election out two weeks?
0: Well, the trouble with that, and it sounds easy when you say it like that, is that all the parties have to book advertising on TV and radio. They also have to have their um, pamphlets out. They also have to know the exact date of things, because, as I'm sure you realise, these bookings have had to be cancelled On Monday and Tuesday, that was the start of the big advertising campaign. So everyone's in a flux on it. It's not just the National Party saying, well, you know, what's going on here? Every other party is in a similar situation, and the only party that actually knows what's happening um, is the Labour Party. So just to sum up, would you
2: prefer that the election date stayed the same rather than was pushed out two weeks?
0: Oh, no, I think it should be shifted to um, the 21st of November, or somewhere in November. I just think it is um, ridiculously close at the moment. And just bear in mind, too, elections are actually not for politicians, they're for the people. Um, And all the indications I'd have is that we'd have a very low turnout. If you think about um, all the elderly who don't want to go and stand in line now at supermarkets and don't want to go and stand in line in polling booths, I'd just say, think about that. That's... it's going to be a big ask to get the numbers up.
1: We've seen some, uh, well, a lot of controversy this week about um, missteps at the border or things not being done that were supposed to be done. How would you have avoided the problems we've, um, we've, that have been revealed?
0: Well, I think it's pretty clear that uh, we've been promised that testing was going on and it clearly wasn't. So for a start, bear in mind we've got our border policy coming out this week, but I'll just give you a little bit of that, which would be clearly would have um, the testing going on every week at the border for the border staff so whether they're in uh, the quarantine hotels or whether they are at the border itself letting Mm. people in they need to have this every week and that's what that's what all the um the advice the government has been indicating and it turns out that that wasn't actually happening so yeah these are sorts of basic things
1: it looks like minister hipkins was relying on advice that the things that he thought were happening were in fact happening so where does the accountability lie
0: Well, um, I don't think he is correct in that. Uh, We've certainly had some indications by way of written parliamentary questions that um, they were happy to have people like receptionists and others in hotels, uh, the the COVID hotels or quarantine hotels, um, not necessarily even having masks. So, you know, these are the sorts of things that I would have thought were pretty obvious needed to be done. But um, we'll have our border policy out this week. You'll see you know, We've got Dr. Shane Ritty as our health spokesman, and Shane is not just a medical doctor, but not only um, educated at Harvard University, but actually has lectured there. You're talking there about someone who understands this, and his view is it's unthinkable, uh, the slackness around this.
2: That's okay. happened.
0: And, and then, then you'd also have to look at the freight issues and the ships and who is coming in on things.
2: Judith, I want I ask what National is doing to stop the spread of wild conspiracy theories about COVID-19. And, and Jerry Brownlee, I believe, fanned some of those theories. What are you doing? Because there's so much online where people are now just not trusting and they are believing the craziest stuff.
0: I don't think anybody worried about what Jerry said. Jerry, just um, he basically, he's, he's apologised for for do, saying anything that was, you know, was taken as that, we're getting um, tremendous number of people contacting us with all sorts of theories, and I'm just saying, well, you know, where's the evidence? Um, we're not, we're passing on those where there is any evidence provided through to the government, and Dr. Shane Ritchie's doing that. But look, people are—it's because people were promised that the borders were safe, they were promised that there was testing, they were promised all sorts of things, and the government's failed. That's the. That's the problem, and they don't know even now where this this uh, COVID nineteen. It's just through. there's an
2: increase in people believing that that the government are are lying, that they knew there was community yeah. spread. So that that sort of stuff has to be squashed.
0: Well, we're not we're not spreading that, and I think it's very clear is that um, clearly people have lost confidence that the government knew what it was doing because it's all very well to say you know people should just believe what the government tells them, but you know I heard I heard Chris Hopkins and. Announcing, uh, or you know, at their press conference the other day, announcing that Packeranga High School had a COVID
2: nineteen. Yeah, but there is a, a difference between wasn't. a a mistake yeah, it's and, and it's the active wrong. spread it's of uh, wrong. of misinformation. Yeah,
0: well, then, then no minister should stand up and say that they're the the only source of knowledge. I mean, that's just clearly wrong. Mm. So people do make mistakes, and Jerry made a mistake and he apologized for it.